Shapers on Jazz FM. Listen in color. In partnership with Mishkondorea. It's business, but it's personal. Cantaloupe Island from Herbie Hancock. I like him. I like him a lot. Good morning. This is me, Elliot Moss, on Jazz FM with Jazz Shapers, the place where you can hear the very best of the people who are shaping the world of jazz, blues and soul alongside their equivalents in the world of business. A business shaper. I have a cracker today of a business shaper. He is none other than Mr. Itai Talgam, the Israeli conductor, been called the conductor of music, now turned to the conductor of people. He is a business guru. He's fantastic. He knows so much. I'm sure we won't be able to fit it all in and out, but I'll do my best. Lots coming up from Itai very shortly. In addition to hearing from him, you'll be hearing from our program partners at Mishkondorea. Some words of advice for your business. And as well as all of that, of course, some brilliant music from the shapers of jazz, blues and soul, including Avishai Cohen, Art Blakey and the Jazz Messengers, James Brown, and this, it's new, from Dee Dee Bridgewater. That was Whooping Blues from Dee Dee Bridgewater. New and yet sounds like a classic already. My business shaper today here on Jazz Shapers is Itai Talgam, as I mentioned earlier. He was a conductor, or he is a conductor, but actually now he has taken all those incredible learnings from the world of music and he has been for many years applying them to the world of business. Itai, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. It's a real pleasure. Tell me, the uninitiated, the stupid man sitting here looking at you, what it is that you actually do? What do you think? How do you describe what you do? Ah, well, I uh, see myself as bringing a kind of a distant mirror from my um, own um, perspective as a orchestral conductor and placing it in front of business people or educators or politicians or even, God forbid, army men who really want or need to look at themselves in a new way as leaders. Now, your background is, is as a musician, Jerusalem Academy of Music and Dance. You have a degree in philosophy, I believe, from the university, the Hebrew University in Jerusalem. Um, you have worked with Leonard Bernstein. He was one of your, your teachers. You've been on TED. You've been at Davos. I mean, you've, you, you've been asked to come back to lots of places to talk about business and about where music fits in. Why do they keep asking you to come back? Oh, maybe because I do not uh, tell them anything. Uh, uh, what I do instead is just uh, help them observe something uh, which they, uh, well, I'm happy to say, find very interesting. Uh, so instead of coming and telling, look, this is my experience, and since I'm so uh, such a successful person, you should learn from me, uh, which, of course, you know, uh, uh, wouldn't work at all, um, I invite them to watch together uh, some great conductors, on video um, and what comes 
out is fascinating because they obviously refer to what they see in their own um, business language. And I have my own musical language. Instead of saying, you know, come on, this is irrelevant. Let me tell you what it really is. A guy is doing this and shit. That I, uh, we, we simply look at the gap between our two uh, ways of seeing this reality. And then uh, we, can, we, we, we learn something together. And this is actually the only way to learn something together. And the different styles from Muti, I think, and Strauss, and I mentioned a few, uh, Kleiber, Bernstein, all these incredible composers, they have different styles. They have commanding styles. They have calm styles, dancing styles, the style of dialogue. Mm. These are the, the foundation, I, I believe, of your new book as well. You have a book uh, called The Ignorant Maestro, uh, published by Penguin, apparently very good. Um, I haven't read it yet, but I'm going to read it now that I've met you. But but in there, is that is that? do you take strength every time you look at these people? Do you see something new? The thing is, uh, again, these people are not there to be imitated. They are there to, you know, uh, for me, they're like the, the gods of the, the, uh, the Greek uh, pantheon. You know, they, they, uh, they are archetypes of, 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 of uh, uh, ways of actually um, making a difference in the world. And there's so many ways to do it. Um, and you cannot say that one is necessarily better than the other. But of course, there's a, always a price to be uh, paid for being whoever you are. And, 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 and uh, the, the different situations where you would choose if you could only, you know, uh, have the whole spectrum of, of, of leadership behaviors, uh, from, uh, taking something from everybody, uh, then you could choose. And uh, what I find it is that most people, uh, well, they, they, most people I see are very successful people. But since they succeeded because they were Toscanini type of conductors, of, of lawyers, of, uh, you know, um, politicians, uh, then they say, okay, good, I'll stick with that. And then when they are simply able to see themselves in another uh, uh, light, uh, through another uh, archetype, then uh, I, I, think, I, I think wonderful things can happen to people who haven't changed for, for long. <laughs> Stay with me for more insight from my extraordinary business shaper, Itai Talgam, conductor turned, well, conductor from music to conductor of people. Uh, time for some music. This is from uh, Aptly, for our Israeli guest today. This is an Israeli artist, double bass player, you may know him, Avishai Cohen with Lost Tribe. The uplifting sound of Avashai Cohen with Lost Tribe. Itai Talgam is my business shaper. He's a conductor who also now and for many years has been helping business people see the light in terms of what different conducting styles can do in leadership terms. Um, when you conducted, just tell me that feeling as you stand up in front of the audience and you're facing these wonderful group of people which you've helped bring together and you know behind you are people literally on the edges of their chairs waiting for something magical to happen. Tell me how that feels for you. Uh, well, Elliot, you, you do have a very beautiful romantic view of, <laughs> of concert life. Well, usually what you have is a group of overworked musicians uh, who actually play this Beethoven symphony for a million times before and they don't really want to do it again. Um, I, I don't want to speak about the audience, but obviously, you know, not, not everybody is there for the love of music as it is. It's a very social event, etc., etc. So the thing is really to create some kind of gap between the, 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 uh, what people already know uh, uh, in a way 
again, to, to, to bring about fresh exploration, the feeling of, of this is happening in the moment, although it is a Beethoven symphony that was played for over, I don't know, 200 years and million times with, with greater conductors than yourself. Uh, so th that means really uh, uh, to put your uh, ego uh, aside and to see how best you can actually help other people bring new thoughts into the, the business of playing a symphony. And this is why I call my book The Ignorant Maestro. Because if you come knowing everything, so people immediately will say, okay, you're a good conductor, maybe, but we had Bernstein here, we had, you know, Kleiber here, we have Karan here. Who are you? And, 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 you know, even if only for that, you should be wiser than just to say, listen to me. Uh, but, but really, the only way to get the full cooperation of people is to give them ownership, to, to, to work together towards uh, their own emancipation as artists. And of course, it has to happen in a way that not only every individual ego will be there, but they all in some way harmonize together. So you ask me how I feel. I mostly, <laughs> I mostly feel that, you know, this is a huge thing. And, um, uh, and if, if I get, you know, my, my greatest teacher, Leonard Bernstein, actually said that if for 2% of the time when he, he, the great Bernstein, is on the podium and he feels that everybody is in it with him, the audience and the orchestra, then he feels very lucky, 2% of the time. Now, take that into business for a moment and we'll explore more of this later. So I'm the business leader. I've got this team of 40 people, 100 people, 2,000 people, and you're telling me that however good I might be, put my ego aside, I'm going to have real true engagement in the moment for 2%. Is that your starting point for people in business? You can bring these people together, but think about that. Think about those moments of magic are very, very rare. How do you, is this, the, is this really the question inside about bringing out from the mundane and the process? Because you said, well, it's not as romantic as you, as you, yeah. as you portrayed. Is that the question for business in, people in business? Uh, I, I, I sincerely believe it. I, I sincerely believe that in business, just like in music, you can have those golden moments. And of course, if you think it's going to happen all the time, you're just going to be frustrated and, and, and you know, uh, lose your self-confidence, which is not good. That's why I found what Lenny said you know, about this 2% very helpful. Because otherwise, I would feel like a complete uh, idiot every time I stood there and it didn't happen. I know how rare it is. But when this happens, it gives everybody, you know, the, the, the takes part uh, uh, mental, spiritual fuel for years to come. Stay with me for more insight from my wonderful business show today, Itai Talgam. Latest travel in a couple of minutes. And before that, some words of wisdom. I hope they're wise. I hope you hit your 2% uh, for you personally from our program partners at Mishkondore for your individual business. Hello, my name is Dervil Walsh. I'm a partner in the contentious banking and finance practice at Mishkondorea. One practical tip I would give to all customers who have dealings with their banks is at the start of the relationship, particularly when they're drawing down funding, it is very important to get the necessary professional input from either accountants or lawyers as to the terms being offered by the bank. One of the reasons for doing this at the outset is because it is critical to avoid a situation where there is a dispute a year or two years down the line, at which point the die has been cast, and very often from the perspective of the borrower and the legal or professional advisor, it is a case of damage limitation. So I can't stress highly enough the importance of getting professional assistance at the start so that you set your stall out appropriately. Jazz Shapers on Jazz FM, in partnership with Mishkondorea. It's business, but it's personal. 
You're listening to Jazz Shapers with me, Elliot Moss. Every Saturday morning, I have the privilege of talking to someone special from the world of business, a business shaper. If you've missed any of the previous 170, I believe, or up to or even more, then you can go into iTunes and find many of them in there. If you're travelling on British Airways, that's your destination. Then go into the speech uh, a radio uh, station and you will find us over there. And obviously, City AM is another place where you can seek out these wonderful people. My business shaper today is Itai Talgam. He is Israeli. He's a conductor. He has become a bit of a thing, a bit of a name in the world of business leadership. You may have caught him on TED. You may also have heard of his new book called The Ignorant Maestro, um, all about the different ways that you can learn uh, uh, how to work in business in a more effective way, how to think about your leadership styles through the lens of music. Very happy you're here. And we were talking about that that 2% uh, just before the travel. The other 98% is reality. How do you help a business leader cope with the other 98%? Well, uh, luckily, also the 2% are reality. Uh, they're, they're just different sides of reality. And I think if you, if you use your other 90-something percent to build towards the, 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 the culmination, you know, the, the coming together of all the, the, the efforts, then, then you'll enjoy the process too. Uh, and um, uh, the process consists, to my um, humble um, opinion, of, of actually, first of all, bringing yourself to a point where you can dissociate yourself from your own knowledge so create a space for other peoples to to uh, uh, to come up with with, with new thoughts uh, and then the need as a leader to put forward some kind of platform which is on one hand uh, strong enough to to make people want to go on it, you know, and explore uh, the different ideas within the organization. Uh, and uh, on the other hand, it's flexible enough to be actually changed by people. So you come as a conductor with your interpretation, and you must have an interpretation, and then the sound of the orchestra comes in and something changes. And you say, this is still my interpretation, but that now, you know, I'm, we are in the Middle East and the light is so different than the light of, you know, London. And, and I, you just have to take it into um, now if the platform is good enough then it will keep changing and evolving and the way to do it uh, which is the third element of my uh, my, my, my um, thought about good leadership is being able to exercise what I call key listening instead of key keynote uh, keynote listening I'm sorry instead of keynote speaking keynote speaking is what we all do you know we tell people what to do keynote listening is be, being able again to listen to people in in a way that will make them speak differently you know as if you know you you're um, you know you 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 want to be very intimate with somebody so you somehow you uh, produce something new from you know you didn't know you had it in yourself but suddenly you, you this is the kind of, 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 of listening um, I, I, I want to uh, be able to help uh, leaders uh, create within themselves. I'm sure you're listening very closely because uh, Itai Tagal, my business shaper, is full of fantastic insight. Time for some more music. This is another choice of Itai and it's Art Blakey and the Jazz Messengers with Monin.
That was Art Blakey and the Jazz Messengers with the fantastic Moaning. As I mentioned, one of the song choices of Itai Mai, Itai Taga, My Business Shaper. Why did you choose that particular piece? Oh, it's a piece of, 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 of personal history. Uh, uh, my father, uh, Moshe, Moshe Telgam, uh, was born to a, an Arabic-speaking uh, Jewish family. They were from Aleppo, from Syria. And yet his greatest love was uh, Art Blakey and Kazals um, playing Bach suites and Gregorian chant and Arabic music. And I thought, you know, uh, how can somebody actually have a one personality built out, out of so many, you know, eclectic things coming together? And and then I started thinking about, you know, this, this idea of... Um, creating something unified uh, based on those many gaps between different cultures, between different disciplines. So, you know, usually I meet with uh, business people and they say, oh, my organization is only, you know, thinking as one unit and we're going to conquer the world together and, uh, and ignoring every, every, every little gap. And I say, no, look for the gaps because in the final count, the gaps are what helps you to, 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 to build a, a, a not only a more diverse and healthy, but a stronger uh, unity. And this bringing together, this identification of gaps, almost the tension between the gaps that creates the, that is, you know, the place for creativity, it sounds like you filled them yourself with a lot of personal, you bring a lot of your personal life and your personality into the cerebral part of what you've learned. Do you encourage leaders to do the same? You know, I follow the example of, of, of Leonard Bernstein. He had no boundaries between his personal life, political views, you know, uh, and, 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 and working with the other musicians. Um, it was, uh, I call it the, the, the whole, you know, human approach. If you look at people like Muti, a great conductor, but he really uh, uh, sees the, the, his collaborators as instruments to his own cause. Uh, you look at people like Kleiber, the most fantastic conductor ever, maybe. But uh, he is only looking for professional collaboration and, and, and the, uh, fantastic results. With Lenny, it was, you know, you have to bring everything that you have. You have to bring your, your loves, your, your experience of suffering, your joys, and of course, also your, your, your expertise in playing the violin and what you know about Mahler and everything. And, and, and only when you have all of that and you put forward your idea of how to play this Mahler piece, then Bernstein says, okay, now you're my partner and I can, you know, enter the dialogue with you. But you have to take responsibility for your side of the dialogue. And, and the wider, you know, the, the, the scope of, 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 you know, human experience that you bring in, the, the better the connection. We'll have our final chat with Itai today, plus play a track from James Brown. That's after the latest Traffic and Travel here on Jazz FM. Jazz Shapers on Jazz FM, in partnership with Mishkondorea. It's business, but it's personal.
That was The Boss from The Boss, James Brown. My boss today is Itai Talgam. He, if you haven't been listening and you should have been and you should go into playback if you've missed it, he's the Israeli conductor turned into um, someone who business people and politicians and very many successful people around the world listen to for... Um, inspiration is a big word, but I'm going to say it because it is inspiration because he gets people to think and to think hard about what it means to be a leader. Um, we've been hearing about all sorts of things around leadership. The, the the landscape has changed dramatically for people in business, mainly brought on by kind of 24-7 technology, by connectivity with people saying, I'm not going to buy you, I don't like you, what about this, why don't you change that? Massively hard for both political and business leaders. Your Your approach still applies? still as important now or even more important because of all these changes? Uh, well, I'm, I'm quite happy to say that um, no matter uh, who I meet in terms of, you know, where they come from, uh, um, senior or less senior in, in business or industry or education, or, or um, people need the same things, basically. There might be different denials, <laughs> degrees, uh, denial degrees of, of, of you know, uh, and uh, but I, I believe that uh, even on the phone, even uh, emailing with somebody, you can come across as a listener or simply one who wants to get away with the maximum. uh, And I I, I think the basic principles of, you know, human behavior that creates the best opportunity for everybody to thrive uh, exists in technology as it is, you know, in in old-style life. And... Music itself in your life, still important. Do you need to play? Do you need to conduct? Is it a fix or is it more you're now an observer? How does that, how does that play in your world? I have to say, music for me is, was always a, a kind of a tool to connect to people. Now that I connect to people uh, through verbal dialogues, uh, you know, lecturing, uh, teaching, observing together, um, I still like very much to be able to move my hand and get a wonderful roar from an orchestra. <laughs> it really is a beautiful moment. Um, but 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 I learned how to translate uh, other some you know the moments that may seem more mundane into the same kind of uh, spiritual beauty. Ita, you've been a fantastic guest. Just before I let you go, um, what's your song choice and why, what's your second song choice, I should say, and why have you chosen this one? Oh, we went for the uh, modern jazz quartet. Um, Well, Again, it's a bit of nostalgic, you know, kind of um, my, my very young years. Uh, my pl- my father was playing this on his uh, record player. But but also I think the special sound of this vibraphone, you know, this, this is special um, uh, otherworldliness of, of, of the sound uh, is something that drew me again to this connection of, 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 of different, uh, different worlds coming together, even before I knew the world music (laughs) well here it is and thank you so much again Uh, you've been a fantastic guest modern jazz quartet and this is bluesology
that was Bluesology from the Modern Jazz Quartet, one of the song choices of my business shaper today, Itai Talgum. What a remarkable man, charismatic, talked about being a leader and a listener. Boy, was he both of those things. If you loved what he said, and I hope you did, then do check out his new book. It's called The Ignorant Maestro, and it's from Penguin, and I think it's available right now. Do join me again, same time, same place. That's next Saturday, 9am, for another edition of Jazz Shapers. Stay with us right here now, though, because coming up next, it's Nigel Williams. Jazz Shapers on Jazz FM, in partnership with Mish Rea. It's business, but it's personal. <laughs>